to this program that is designed with you in mind to cause you to be established in the word of God. I want to take you to our service today and get ready to be blessed even as we were blessed. Your life will never be the same. Now, today's episode. Let's quickly flip our Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. I want to start reading from the verse number 1. Making careful verse 1. So 2 Corinthians chapter 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Let me give you the background to this scripture. Paul. Paul was doing his missionary work and by the grace of God he has started so many churches and one of the churches is the church of Corinth which we call the Corinthian church and this church was a church that Paul said something spectacular about them. And we are going to look at what Paul said about this church. But before then, one of the churches, which was actually the oldest church, during their days, was the Jerusalem church. And because there was persecution, remember the persecution that had happened even during the, the time of Paul and all what have you. The church was now struggling financially. Most of the poor people didn't have something to eat and what have you. And so the church was in need. And so Paul. Being an apostle of Christ. Wrote this letter to the church of Corinth let's listen to what he said to them so I'm reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 9 from the verse number 1 he said if I wrote any more on this relief or this relief offering for the poor so he's talking about the poor Christians he said I would be repeating myself I, I don't enjoy this message version. Maybe NLT. Let's look at NLT. If you have NLT. New Living Translation of this very same scripture. Okay. If not, I'll read from the good news or something. Am I good to go? Okay. So I really don't need to write to you about this ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem. For I know how eager you are to help. And I've been boasting to the churches in Macedonia. That you in Greece. Were ready to send an offering a year ago. In fact. 
It was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonian believers to begin to give. Let's continue. But he said, but I am sending these brothers to you to be sure you really are ready. As I have been telling them and that your money is all collected. I don't want to be wrong in my boasting about you. We would be embarrassed not to mention your own embarrassment. Yes. If some Macedonian believers came with me and found that you weren't ready at all after I had told them. What is Paul saying? Let's go back to verse number one. What Paul, is Paul, Paul was writing to the church to inform them that there is a need in the Jerusalem church. And the first thing we can learn from this scripture is that churches also have needs. I am telling you, churches has needs. Paul said, I didn't even want to write to you about the ministry of giving. Yes. Concerning all the, the giving for the believers in Jerusalem. So you can see a very nice church. But when you enter the church, you realize there are needs. As you are sitting, I'm really not happy not to see fans scattered all over this end. It would have been my greatest wish that you would also sit in a farm. Oh, I am even praying that come next year we will seal the entire place and fix our air conditions. I am not happy sitting here seeing this. Whilst we can tile it and make it nice. And so when you enter a church, you will see needs. You will see things that you can also do or contribute to help. If you enter a church and by the time you come out of the church, you don't see anything. You know you are not okay. This is because for the church to work for the church to work some people must help look at this what, what we just read the problem is in Jerusalem not in, Co- in Corinth and so it is a Jerusalem church that is serving what has it got to do with the Corinthian church don't forget we are reading a letter Paul wrote to the Corinthian Christians and Paul said to them whilst you are happy enjoying the air conditioning in your auditorium the church in Jerusalem is in need. While some of you, when we enter your room, 
Your hall, there are two ceiling fans. Ceiling fan yes, two ceiling fans with an air condition. And your bedroom has got three ceiling fans. Yes. Some of you, your wardrobe has got a ceiling fan. There's the wardrobe. Yes. But you realize that when you come to the church, you begin to see needs. And the needs that you are seeing is something you and I God has brought together to help. The current church could have said that, oh, well, that's Jerusalem, so that's their problem. Oh, I just came. Well, I just came here for three hours worship. I'll go back home very soon. Okay. But Paul said, Paul said, must I even write to you about giving to a church? A lot of you, a lot of you. Let me tell you. Anytime you see a need in the life of a fellow believer, you see a need in the life of a church. Know that God is just showing you those things to help. Some of you come to church and you see somebody's shirt. And you realize that this person has been wearing this shirt for more than three years. For you to know a worn out cloth or a tattered cloth. Look at the neck. Most of the shirts, the neck takes a different color and the shirt takes a different color. And if a, if a, if a cloth will get tattered or will get worn out, you see it from the neck. Don't be deceived by the cloth itself. Look at the neck. Some of the necks are torn. Others are faded. And the reason why you are seeing it and I'm not seeing it is because God is calling you to help. God has brought all of us here to be brothers and sisters and to help each one of us. But what do we see? We rather see the mistake and we laugh at them. <laughs> did, you, did you see Derek's shirt? Did you see Derek's shoe? Did you see Kelvin's trousers? After all the two know, look at the trousers. When you do that, yes, sir. You are rather fighting against God. Because the reason why he showed you those things was not for you to mock at them. But rather to give and help them. And Paul said to the Corinthian church, Can't you see your fellow brother church, which is the Jerusalem church, is in need? Can't you see there is something you and I must, must do to help them? And listen to what Paul said. He said, when I went to them, when I went to Jerusalem, I told them that you people are ready to give them a year ago. You understand what I'm saying? Paul went to Jerusalem and told him, oh, your brothers and sisters in, in Corinth, oh, they have gathered money and they are coming to support you about a year ago, 2019, they started planning. Yes, he said, for I know how eager you are to help. And because you are ready to help, I have been boosting to the churches in Macedonia as well. That you in Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. 
So he went and told them, oh, don't worry. Your brothers in Corinth, they are ready to give you money. They've gathered their money. They are just ready to send an offering. You've been in this church for some time. Or maybe you just came. Do you see something God is bringing you here to do for the church? Do you see a need in this house you can also help? All the things you are seeing over here was possible because people helped. What we are seeing is just the collection or the combination of people's offerings. All what we are witnessing over here is the combination of people's strength and effort. All what we are seeing over here is the combination of people's wisdom and knowledge. That is what has brought us where we are today. But it's still not enough. We still must move forward. When we needed roof, somebody bought it. When we needed speakers, somebody bought it. When we needed microphones, somebody brought it. When we needed chair, some people contributed for us to buy the chair. When we needed farm, Madam Rebecca, Madam Pat, and the church came together to give us this farm. What are you also doing to help? What are you doing to help? What are you sending to us? Were you ready to help the church a year ago? Paul said, I've been boasting about you. It is not good to boast. But for a pastor to boast that, I said, Na Kunim will give us money. If like watch. Oh, I know this coming harvest. Derek will give something he has never given before. The moment you begin to do that. You are boasting. You are boasting. What at all will make a pastor boast about the church? What at all can make a pastor preach a church? To the Macedonian church. Sorry for follow this. Is it? It said, "I have been boasting to what? Is it a church or churches?" So everywhere he goes, he preaches them. Every church he will enter, he will preach and tell them that you watch. I am telling you that this harvest, our target, target will be achieved because Mebelkuto is planning to give. Yes. And I know that during our harvest, I know Evelyn will give. Evelyn, I know she will give. Or you not give. I'm boasting about Evelyn. Yes. Because I know there are some people your pastor is not sure whether you help build the auditorium or you not help. What, what we are doing is just the finishing touches of the auditorium. When I close, we are going to work. We are going to seal this place. Plaster the pillars. Plaster pillars, no. And work on our backdrop within this week. By the time you come here next week, is that here this side will change? Backdrop next week. You see. And while I was, I was I was standing here playing the keyboard, I could feel the heat. So I just said to myself, Oh God, 
who can help us buy a fan over here? We need one fan over here. We need another fan over here. We need the small one, not the large, the big one like this. We need the small blade. One like this. There's a fan called Kent. K-E-N-T. Very small. It's not, it's not expensive. So whilst I was playing the keyboard, I was saying, I, I need one Kent over here. And I need another Kent over here. And I need another Kent over here. And you see, who is going to help? Who will help? Who is going to You see, the need here, it will be there. But the person to say, Pastor, I want to buy one fan. Listen. Anytime you do something in this house, you are leaving a mark which is written with an iron pen. We saw we saw the sin of Judah being written with an iron pen. What that thing means is that it is unforgivable. What it means is that it's unerasable. You can't clean it. And God is also looking for people to say, Pastor, I'm with you. Do you know next week we are having our harvest? Somebody told me, Pastor, let's postpone. I said, we will have the harvest. We will have it. If we get two people giving their money, thank God. I'm happy. When when the um, the team from Zoom Lion came, the fumigation team, they said, we need to break this window again. Is that we should, we should put a window here. And we should put another window here. Yes. So we should have another because the places, the windows are too small and the place is big. So we need to break this window. We need to get another window over here. And my plan and my target is that by next year, by February, we should be enjoying an air conditioning. By February, the place should be air conditioned. So that you don't see me preach and do like this. And a man of God said, if your house is nicer than your church. You are you are under a curse. And they're not no made out so. Said if your house is nicer than where you say you worship God. If where you are living is nicer than the person who gave you life. You are under a curse. Yes. So can some of you sleep if here were your bedroom? Could you have slept here this night? When you wake up, won't you feel pains all over? On this. But it's quite unfortunate. The altar of God should be here. Whilst you sleep on a tiled bed. Some of you are not even married. When we enter your room, we'll be one So you around them. The silvers you have packed. The spoons. And the napkins. Napkins. Yes. Yes. German silvers. German. German for silvers. German silvers. 
Dubai cooking utensils. You've arranged them like this. Some of you have accidentally somebody hits the table. They walk up. So Obi and said that on the neighbor table, I need now be judge. But is it you are planning? To marry. So be worry. Look at look at your church. Look at the church. Say this is my church. Say I'm sorry. I walk away. I'm sorry. Look at look at the church. Say I'm sorry. Anytime I come here, I'm not I'm not okay. I've I've been working. I've been working. I'm very tired. I'm I'm very tired. I'm very tired. I'm very tired. One of my friends told me, he said, Pastor, I think you should go for a holiday at Holy Trinity Spa. <laughs> I just laughed and I said to you, I will go. I thought you say Pukwasi, uh, Festos, the guest house, uh, I should go to Holy Trinity Spa. You see, but it will surprise you to know that one of you can say, Pastor, I want to sponsor a trip. Just go there and sleep. Don't pray for us. You go and relax. Because we need you more than anything. So you don't do it. You can do it. Sometimes when you sit down and you look at your fellow believers, what do you see in their lives? Sometimes I say this person and I get worried and I call them. I said, auntie, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Let's do this. I think I'm suggesting. I always want to suggest to them because I look at them as young as they are, and they are whiling away their life. Some of you are 26. By next year, next year, graduate by a month and a half, you'll be 27. Some of you, you thought you were 22. Now you are going to 23. You are less than one and a some of you are going to 17. Others are going to 37. Don't forget. Every day, every minute, every hour is adding something to your age. There's somebody with me. And I look at people, I, I call them, I said, What are you doing with your life? What, what do you want to do? Is there something we can help? Oh, I, I love you, you, you easily forget. You have a sister called Teresa. She completed secondary school. secondary school. She was she didn't have money to pay her admission fee. No, we need school debate your admission. Maybe I don't know if he knows. He doesn't have their family, they were going to look for money. Nobody was ready to help. And I also didn't have to help because the money was huge. And I drove from here to Tema. And I called some of my friends. I said, You, you, you. There is a lady who has completed JHS. She wants to enter secondary school. Their, their deadline is the next day, tomorrow. She doesn't have money. So, you, 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 give me money now. I'm going to pay her admission fee. He said, How much is the money? I mentioned the, the two of them. He said, let's share it. Let's divide. He said, let's divide. He told the other person, don't talk. Me too, I'm not talking. We are paying it now. He took his money. I said, and I said, Teresa, give me your mobile money number. This person sent, this person sent. She called me, he said, Pastor, I have the money. If you want to clap, you can do it. She has even forgotten. I'm, I'm sure. When your sister, your 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 sister, she was, I think she went to a catering school. She was supposed to go and write her final exams. And I think 
they said the caterers their registration and they didn't have money this person went here this person went here. looking for money his father was alive then his father called his friends he said they don't have money and me too so what do we do and the girl will call me and say pastor can you help me and I said, I wish I could help, but I don't have it. Then she said, Okay, then I'll not write. And I told her, if you don't write, all the three years of studies is wasted. You can't go back and write again. Once your badge is over, it's over. So what do we do? This is somebody's need. It's not my need. Where you'll be how somebody's problem. Where you'll be how you know what I did? I sold my motorbike. I had a motorbike, a very big motorbike then. But Tommy motorbike can see I sold the motorbike and I gave the money to them. They forgot it. I said the people you help they forget. Your sister has forgotten. She has forgotten. Oh yeah, she has forgotten. I sold my motorbike. But that's at that time, her, her uncle had a car. Her uncle had a car. But I am not a family member. I sold my motorbike to pay her registration. No you see God bless people, you may not understand why God is blessing this person with gifts. You have no idea the seed people have sown. So which seed are you also going to sow next week? Which seed? Next week, which seed are you sowing? This is just an opportunity. When people see an opportunity to help the work of God, they run away. I know next week most of you will not come to church, and I will not call you. Mostly during harvest, people don't go to church. They don't want to go to church. Because they think they don't have. Hey, next week, you're going to Relax. Don't go. Relax. If you don't come and help, God will bring help from outside. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked to know that God will bring people from outside to come and help us. God will bring help. You see, I have always believed that God will build this house. This is not the shape of the auditorium I want to see. Because what I saw before starting this project is not what I'm seeing. It's not done. This thing, listen, there is coming a time and maybe this place will be our warehouse and our old instruments and old chairs will be put here and we'll lock it the time is coming this place will have a new name called an old auditorium mark my words this place we we'll call, we'll call it oh our old auditorium and so this is the time for you to have a say in this old auditorium there are certain things you can never forget the owners or the people gave it to you there are times you take a mobile phone and the first thing you hear is the, pers- the name of the person who bought it for you 
You take a shirt. And you want to wear that shirt. This morning it happened to me. This shirt. And I pay make a I just took the shirt. I wanted to go and iron. When I took it, the, the name of the person who bought the shirt for me just dropped. Then I said, oh, let me wear brother so so and so shirt. He bought it for me. So when I took the shirt, the, the shirt spoke to me. Don't forget that this person bought it. As I'm holding this microphone, there is a name coming to me that don't forget this person bought this microphone. The person came to church like this Sunday. He was just there. And so after the choristers finished singing, they gave me their microphone. And I I started preaching. When we closed, he said, no, 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 pastor. You can't use the same microphone with the choristers. It is not good. I will see what I will do. The following week, he came with a brand new microphone. This one. Microphone. Just one. One microphone like this. And he said, this is the pastor's microphone. And he told the guys, write on it, pastor. That's what they've written. Yes. Who can read what is written? What is, what is written? Only pastor. Pastor alone? This microphone, so when you take the microphone, the microphone will talk to you that only pastor. Why? Because somebody came here and he saw that no, there is a need over here. So he saw a need. Brother, what are you Sister, what are you also seeing? When you come here, do you see the things we need? Ah, is it greater than you for you to remove just 150 cities to buy a ceiling fan and hang it here for those who sit in front? Is it, is it, is it a disgrace? To say, I am giving this money to the church to help with their project. If you want to look at the weather, you will not sow. If you want to look at what is happening in your pocket, you can't give to God. I'm telling you, you can't give. See, the things of God are spiritual things and they are all lost. There is a law called the law of magnetism. Magnetism. Those of you did physics. There is a law called the law of magnetism. Uh-huh. And the law of magnetism says that like poles repel and opposite poles attract. Wait. It does it make sense? The like ones rather repel. And the opposite ones, they attract. So it's like fanti fanti, they repel. And where fanti, they, they attract. The law of magnetism doesn't make sense. But still, it's a law. Whether it makes sense or it doesn't make sense, it's a law. There is another law called the law of electricity. The law of electricity says when you see a naked wire and you put your hand to touch it, you must hear it. <laughs> is, is it true? 
There's a lot of electricity. Um, light home brand, so no, no. When you see a naked wire, so who, wire. can you see the current traveling through it? Who said to me be You don't see current. Who current say And as to whether the current is is inside the cable or around the cable, we don't know. That's the current. But one thing we know is that when you touch it, you must hear what. And sometimes when you are electrocuted, it looks as if nothing has happened because the wire is still the way it is. Have you seen one before that you are trying to fix something? Then you just touch the zoom. And the wire is still at the same position. Looking is somewhere as if he has not done anything. That's the law of electricity. So there are certain things you shouldn't you shouldn't try to understand before you obey. And there is a law called the law of sowing and reaping. There is a law. See, Galatians 6 says, Galatians 6, let's read Galatians 6. Yeah, My time is up. Yes. Galatians 6 says. Galatians 6 says. So he said, those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers. Sharing all good things with them. Now look at what is written in verse number 7. He said, don't be misled. It means, don't be deceived. Do you know you can easily be deceived or misled? You cannot mock the justice of God. The justice of God is you cannot mock the law of God. That's what he's saying. Whatever God has said, he has said. You will always harvest what you plant. Look at it. So you can be deceived into thinking that, oh, if I don't so cry, receive it, then you jump. I receive. And the angels of God is saying, no, 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 no. You are, you are being misled. He said, don't, don't be misled. I see you prospering. I receive it. And, 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 you know, I receive it. I receive it. Then you come to church, you say, take it once, I take it. Take it two, I receive it. Take it three, I take it. And the angels of God are saying, you are being misled. Because whatever you have not sown, why do you want to reap? You want a car. What have you sown to get a car? You want somebody to help you. Have you helped somebody? Then the Bible said, you are trying to mock the law of God. You are, you are making mockery of the laws of God. That is why you can see a prayer Christian who is poor. And 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 God says, you have prayed. But you've not sown. Do not mock the law or the justice of God. Hey, if you forget everything I've prayed today, so remember this one. You will always harvest what you plant. What is the opposite? You will not 
harvest what you have not planted. That's it. Somebody bought the roof. The person who bought these roofs is now in America. He has traveled. Do you know how much he spent on the roof? The roof plus the wood, 10,000 Ghana cities. currency, 100 million. Today, today he's working in America. He's not even here. He's not here. Somebody bought the fan. This one, one person, he paid for it. He said, Pastor, the, the place is too hot. That's why I found I said, okay, so what do we do? He said, oh, let's go to town. I went to town with him. He paid. His money was not up to, so I added my money. I added two million to it. Then we bought it. It's not here. You are enjoying the fun. All the things you see, and people did it. Instruments, everything. What are you also doing? What are you doing? One day I went with Madame Pat to um, Evelyn, do you know where Madame Pat's old shop was? No, old shop, anyway. La Paz, God. Madame Pat took me to that place. And whilst we were going, there was a very big church of Pentecost Auditorium beside the road. Pentecost, sorry, When we got there, Madame Pat said, This church auditorium. My money inside. We built it. We built it. Today she's no longer in Pentecost. But when she saw, immediately she saw the auditorium, the auditorium spoke to her. Do you remember your money is in it? Church of Pentecost. We built the auditorium. My money is inside. My sweat is inside. I was pushing we borrow. Today I'm not there. But anytime I see the auditorium, the auditorium ministers to me. Your what is in this? You understand the English? Your what is in, is in what we are doing. Your what? And God says, wherever your heart, your treasure is, there your heart is. I have suffered. I molded 500 blocks. 500 blocks. 500. One block. Yes, now three cities, fifty pesos yeah, times five hundred. Fifty pesos. Calculate it. Five hundred. I modeled five hundred. I was going to use it for my fence wall. And still, the place was not done. We need blocks. And I have blocks, Pastor. I can keep quiet and say, hey, so how how are we going to do it? Blocks. I just told them, Charlie, I have blocks in the house. Let's take a car and go and carry. We carried all that blocks. We laid it. When I entered the theory and I see the blocks, they talk to me. They talk to me. The bridge you walked on and you came here, I made that with my own money. I bought the wood, I bought the whatever. The and it, it got broken and we took the the old woods that we took out from the roof and we used some of them to replace. I bought it. The first construction of this bridge, I did it. So you see people walk on the bridge like this. Because there are nothing is in it. When it got broken, they stopped using this side and they took the other side. Why? Because they don't know how it came there. Child of God, a word to a wise. As you are going home, as, as you are going home, prepare. 
Prepare. Can I, can I have the harvest committee around? Come. If you are part of the harvest committee. Please come forward. These are the committee. Any of them, when you see them, you can give them the money and they'll write your name. They'll bring it. Do you have any announcement for us? No announcement. Be my. Oh, I've done your announcement for you already. Oh, I'm, I'm closing. My time is up. You have a chance today to change the destiny of your life. You have the chance today to change how your finances will go. Stand to your feet. Let's go. We hope you've been blessed by this message. For further information on Reverend Amos Darko's tapes and books, please send us a mail at rev.amosdarkon at gmail.com or call plus 233-503-861-399. Thank you for your time and God bless you.